Hello, my friends, and welcome back to the Informed Catholic Podcast. My name is Ned Jabbar. This is going to be episode uh, 55 of the Informed Catholic. We're going to do part two of the uh, history of the Divine Mercy. This is going to be on the uh, Sister uh, Faustina, uh, St. Faustina. So let's open up with the profession of faith in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day, he rose again from the dead, and he ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From there, he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. Holy Mary, Mother of God, Queen of the Rosary, Mother of all Christians, pray for us. St. Joseph, Guardian of the Holy Church, Guardian of the Family, and Terror of all Demons, pray for us. Uh, St. Thomas Aquinas, pray for us. uh, St. Faustina, pray for us. And St. Michael the Archangel, defend us from evil. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. So, episode 54, we looked into a little bit about the background of the Divine Mercy, but now we're going to look at the Apostle of Divine Mercy, uh, Sister... uh, Faustina. She was born Mary Faustina Kowalska, uh, born Helena Kowalska in 1905. She lived from 1905 to 1938. Uh, Also known as St. Maria Faustina Kowalska of the Blessed Sacrament uh, and properly spelled Faustina. Uh, Okay, Uh, that is, uh, well, you can look it up in Wikipedia, the differences. I don't see what the big difference is, but I guess there must be. Uh, was born, well, She was Polish Roman Catholic nun and a mystic. Her apparitions of Jesus Christ inspired the Roman Catholic devotion to the Divine Mercy and earned her a title of Secretary of Divine Mercy. Uh, Maria Faustina Kowalska of the Blessed Sacrament. Um, Christian mystic. Apostle of Divine Mercy, born uh, the 25th of August, 1905, in Kalgulek, uh, Klogwek, uh, Le Legizia County. I know I'm pronouncing it wrong. Sorry for those of you who are Polish. Um, Pol- uh, Poland-Russian Empire. Uh, she died on October 5th, 1938, aged 33. Interesting. Uh, Krakow's um, Second Polish Republic, venerated in the Roman Catholic Church, beatified on April 18th, 1993 at St. Peter's Square, Vatican City by Pope John Paul II, canonized April 30th, 2000 at St. Peter's Square, Vatican City by Pope John Paul II. Uh, Her shrine is in Krakow, uh, Basilica of Divine Mercy in Poland, Feast day, October 5th. Throughout her life, Kowalska reported having visions of Jesus and conversations with him, which she wrote in her diary 
later published as Diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska, Divine Mercy in My Soul. Her biography, submitted to the Congregation of, uh, of Saints, uh, Causes of Saints, quoted, uh, quoted some of these conversations with Jesus regarding the Divine Mercy devotion. <clears throat> At the age of 20 years, she joined a, conver a convent in Warsaw and was transferred to uh, Plock and was later moved to Vilnius, where she met her confessor, Father Michael uh, Spoko. I know, I know, I know. I'm, I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing those names wrong. So please forgive me. Who supported her devotion to Divine Mercy? Uh, Kowalska and, and Spoko, Spoko directed an artist to paint the first Divine Mercy image based in Kowalska's vision of Jesus. Uh, Sopko used the image in celebrating the first Mass on the first Sunday after Easter. Subsequently, Pope John Paul II established the Feast of Divine Mercy on that Sunday of each liturgical year. The Roman Catholic Church canonized Kowalska as a saint on April 30th, 2000. The mystic is classified in the liturgy as a virgin and is venerated within the church as the Apostle of Divine Mercy. Her tomb is in Divine Mercy Sanctuary, Krakow, Ligwinski, uh, where she spent the end of her life and met confessor Josef Andres, who also supported the message of divine mercy. <clears throat> uh, okay, she was born as Helena Kowalska on the 25th August uh, 1905 in uh, uh, Kloguiec-Lecziaka County, northwest in Poland. She was the third of ten children of Stenslaw Kowalski and Marina, uh, Mariana Kowalska. Her father was a carpenter and a peasant, and the family was poor but religious. She stated that she first felt a calling to the religious life while attending an exposition of the Blessed Sacrament at seven years of age. She wanted to enter the convent after completing her, her time at school, but her parents would not give her permission. When she was 16 years old, she went to work as a housekeeper, first in Alexandro Lutzwak, where she received the sacrament of confirmation in Lodz to support herself and to help her parents. <clears throat> In 1924, at the age of 19, Kowalska went with her sister uh, Natalia to a dance in a park and said that while at the dance, she had a vision of a suffering Jesus. She then went to the cathedral. From there, she said Jesus instructed her to depart for Warsaw immediately and join a convent. She took a train for Warsaw around 85 miles and without gaining the permission of her parents knowing and not knowing anyone in Warsaw or bringing any belongings other than the dress she was wearing. After she arrived, she entered the first church she saw, St. James Church in October. Oh, no, I'm sorry, in Octua District. I should have said October, but Oct it looked like the, 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 the month. <laughs> and attended Mass. She asked the priest, Father uh, Debrowski for suggestions. 
he 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 recommended her staying uh, with a with a lady, a local woman whom she cons considered trustworthy, who he considered trustworthy until she found a convent. She appeared several uh, she appeared in several convents in Warsaw, was turned away every time. Uh, in one case, being told that we do not accept maids here, referring to her poverty. Kowalska could not read and write uh, and had three or four years of education. After several weeks of searching, the mother superior at the convent, um, the Congregation of Sisters of Our Lady of Mercy, decided to give her a chance and conditionally accepted her, accepted her provided that she could pay for her religious habit. Um, Kowalska knew nothing of the convent and, and she was entering except that she believed she was led there. Uh, in the one, in the version of the story, um, the mother asked her to go to the Lord of the house, go to the chapel and pray and ask the Lord of the house if he would accept her. Uh, that means she wanted her to pray in front of the tabernacle and she did. She went and prayed in front of the tabernacle uh, in, the, in, the, in the chapel and asked the Lord of the house if he would accept her. And she heard the voice of Jesus say to her, yes, I, I accept you with open arms. And she went back and she told the, the mother superior or the head general of the convent. And then they took her in. Um, doesn't say that here, but that's uh, was told several times in the uh, in some several biographies. Um, and there was here um, in 1920. Cross worked as a housemaid to save money, making deposits at the convent throughout the year, and finally gained acceptance on uh, on April 30th, 1926, at the age of 20. She received her habit, took the religious name Sister Maria Faustina of the Blessed Sacrament. The name Faustina is a um, is uh, drawn from Fausta, which means fortunate or lucky. Richard Toretto sees it as the fe uh, feminine form of the name of Roman martyr Faustanus, who was killed in A.D. 120. In the Roman um, martyrology list, St. Faustina uh, uh, of about uh, A.D. 580 and two, and two ancient saints with the same name. Uh, call, uh, one called Faustanus, uh, and a, a Roman martyr, and the third, fourth century, while the uh, from the third and fourth century, while the other is Faustanus, associated with uh, with another name. On April twenty eighth, she took her first religious vows as a nun with her parents, uh, attending the professional rite. She was a nun for a little more than a decade, and she died at the age of thirty three years in October fifth, nineteen thirty eight, from February. To April 1929, she was sent to the convent in Wilno in Poland, and now in Valencia, Lithuania, as a cook. Although her time in that city was short, she returned la there later and met Father uh, Sofasco, who supported her mission. A year after her first return from Valencia in May 1930, she was transferred to the convent in Plock, Poland, for almost two years. She, uh, Kowalska arrived in uh, Plock in May 1930. The, that year, 
the first signs of her illness, which was later thought to be tuberculosis, appeared. She was sent to rest for several months in a nearby farm owned by the religious order. After recovery, she returned to the convent. On February 1931, she had been uh, in Plock area for about nine months. Kowalska wrote that on the night of, of Sunday 22nd, uh, the 22nd of February, 1931, while she was in her call and in, in her cell in Plock, Jesus appeared wearing a white garment with a red and pale rays emanating from his heart. In her diary, notebook one, item 47 and 48, she wrote that Jesus told her, paint an image according to the pattern you see with the signature, Jesus, I trust in you, in Polish. Uh, I desire that this message be venerated first in your chapel and then throughout the world. I promise that the soul that will venerate this image will not perish. Not knowing how to paint, Kowalska appeared, uh, approached some other nuns at the convent in Plot for help. But she received no assistance. Three years later, after her assignment in Valencia, the first artistic rendering of the image was was uh, was done under her direction. In the same uh, February the twenty second, nineteen thirty one, message about the Divine Mercy image, Kowalska wrote in her diary, notebook one, item forty nine, that Jesus told her that he wanted the Divine Image to be solemnly blessed on the first Sunday after Easter. That Sunday is to be the Feast of Mercy. November 1932, Kowalska returned to Warsaw to prepare to take her final vows as a nun. On May 1st, 1933, she took her final vows and became a perpetual sister of Our Lady of Mercy. Late May 1933, Kowalska was transferred uh, from Velinus to work as the as the gardener completing tasks, including growing vegetables. She remained in Villainous for about three years until May, I'm sorry, to March 1936. The convent in Villainous had only 18 sisters at the time and consisted of a few scattered small houses rather than a large building. Shortly, shortly after arriving, uh, Kowalska met Father Michael Savasco, the newly appointed confessor to the nuns. Sabasco was all was also a professor of pastoral theology at Stefan uh, Batory University, now called Vilnius University. When Kowalska went to Sabasco for her first confession, she told them that she had been conversing with Jesus, who had a plan for her. After some time in 1938, Sabasco insisted on complete psychiatric evaluation of her. Um, by Helena uh, Majowska, a psychiatrist and a physician associated with the convent. Kowalska passed this required test and was declared of sound mind. Interesting. So she was required, which was a smart thing to do, I would say from the uh, the priest's perspective, uh, Father uh, Sabasco asking for her to take a psychiatric exam because um, remember she's the only one who's having the visions and um, you know it's very interesting there's a movie called The Passion of Joan of Arc and 
a lot of it was based on the trial, the actual trial records. They actually do have to this very day the actual trial records of Joan of Arc. And she answered um, a lot of the question, a lot of the um, the interrogation by the by the uh, bishops and the men at the trial in a very uh, sound way. Bernadette Subiru, same thing. A, a doctor was there who examined her when she said to pray for all sinners, and he asked her, "What is a sinner?" And she answered, "One who loves." Um, you know, who loves evil. She didn't answer one who does evil. That was a an interesting thing that she said one who loves evil rather than one who loves to do evil because then he could have asked her what exactly um, is considered evil uh, for her. But Joan of Arc answered the same, uh, answered something when they asked her if she's saved and she answered, if I am saved, may God keep me saved. If I am not saved, may God bring me to salvation. That's a very a good response, you see, right there. All right, so thereafter, um, okay, she she passed the test and uh, that was required and was declared of sound mind. Thereafter, Father Savasco began to have confidence in Kowalska and supported her efforts. Savasco also advised Kowalska to begin writing a diary and record the conversations and messages from Jesus that she was reporting. Kowalska told Sobosko about the Divine Mercy image. In January 1934, Sobosko introduced her to the artist Eugene Kamarowski, who was also a, a professor at the university. He's also He was known to be a member of the Freemasons, which was interesting. Okay, by June 1934... Kamarowski had finished painting the image. Uh, let me stop here. Not without a lot of um, heated arguments. Um, he could never get the image exactly as she saw it. And uh, he th believed she was crazy. It was, If you look at it, some uh, documentaries, it's actually quite funny. And she also got Father Sabasco, the Eugene, the artist, Kamarowski, uh, got the father to dress in a gown to pose as a model for Jesus, which was kind of funny. Um, by June 1934, Kamorowski had finished painting the image based on the direction of uh, Faustina and Sabasco. That was the only Divine Mercy painting Kowalska saw. Uh, a superimposition of the face of Jesus in the image of the Divine Mercy upon, in the, uh, uh, upon that in the early in the already well-known Shroud of Truin, which shows great similarity. That's something also that's for you guys to check out. It turns out the image of on the original first painting of the Divine Mercy and the image, the face of the Shroud, are very similar. Uh, even though I think the earliest... Um, was interesting, the earliest... Uh, images of it did not look similar to the shroud, but it turns out as the years went by, and what they did was there were some who put it in a computer, and the computer matched the image of the shroud to the image of the original painting of the Divine Mercy, the original painting by done by Eugene uh, Kazamorowski. Were very interesting. It, they're they're almost, they're exactly similar. 
Kowalska wrote in her diary, Notebook 1, Item 414, that on Good Friday, April 19, 1935, Jesus told her that he wanted the Divine Mercy image publicly honored. A week later, on the 26th of April, 1935, Sabasco delivered the first sermon ever on the Divine Mercy, and Kowalska attended the sermon. The, the first Mass during which the Divine Mercy's image was displayed occurred on 28th April, 1935, the first Sunday after Easter Sunday, and, and was attended by, by Faustina. This day was also the, the celebration of the end of the Jubilee of the Redemption of, the, of Pope Pius XI. Sobasco obtained Archbishop Jalkowski's permission to place the Divine Mercy image within the gate of the of the dawn of the dawn church in Vilnius during the mass that Sunday and celebrated the mass himself on 13th September 1935 while still in Vilnius Kowalska wrote of a vision about that's Faustina about the chapel of divine mercy in her diary notebook 1 item 476 the chaplet is about a third of the length of the rosary Kowalski wrote that the purpose for the chaplet's prayers for mercy are threefold. To obtain mercy, to trust in Christ's mercy, and to show mercy to others. In November 1935, Faustina wrote that the rules for a new contemplative religious congregation devoted to the divine mercy. In, uh, in, in December, she visited the house of Valinius, which she said she had seen the vision of the first convent for the congregation. In January 1936, uh, Faustina went to see uh, Jelbogoski to discuss a new congregation for Divine Mercy. However, he reminded her that she was perpetually vowed to her a current order. In March 1936, Faustina told her superiors that she was thinking of leaving the order to start a new one, specifically devoted to Divine Mercy. She was transferred to Wallando, southwest in Warsaw. She reported that Jesus had said to her, My daughter, do whatever it is within your power to spread devotion to my divine mercy. I will make up for what you lack. Her final years, in 1936, uh, Father Sabasco wrote the first brochure for the divine mercy devotion. And Archbishop Jelborgowski provided his imprimatur for it. The brochure carried the Divine Mercy image on the cover. Father Sebastian sent copies of the brochure throughout Warsaw. Later, in 1936, uh, Faustina became ill. Since uh, it was speculated to be tuberculosis, she was moved to the sanatorium in uh, Krakow. She continued to spend much time in her prayer, reciting the chaplet and praying for the conversion of sinners. Uh, the last two years of her life was spent praying and keeping her, her diary. On 23rd March 1937, she wrote in her diary that she had a vision that the Feast of Divine Mercy would be celebrated in her, uh, uh, celebrated in her local in her local chapel and would be attended by large crowds, and also that the same celebration would be held in Rome, attended by the Pope. In July 1937, the first holy cards with the Divine Mercy image were printed in August. 
Father Sabasco asked Kowalska uh, Faustina to write the instru instructions for the Divine of Divine Mercy, which she had reported as a message from Jesus on Good Friday, 1937. Throughout the 1937, progress was made in promoting the Divine Mercy. In November 1937, a pamphlet was published with the title Christ King of Mercy. The pamphlet included the, ch the chaplet of the Divine Mercy and litany for Divine Mercy. The Divine Mercy image appeared on the cover with the signature, Jesus, I trust in, uh, in you. On 10th of November 1937, Mother Irene um, Kowalska's um, superior, Faustina's superior, showed her the booklet while Faustina was, was rested in her bed. As her health deteriorated at the end of 1937, Faustina reported visions intensified. She was said to be looking forward to an end in her, in her life. On, a, on April 1938, her illness had progressed and she was sent to rest in a sanatorium uh, and for what was to be her final, her final uh, stay there. In November 1938, Fosabaco visited her at the sanatorium and found her very ill, but in ecstasy. She was praying. Later in the month, she was taken home to await her death. There, Sabasco visited her at the convent for the last time on the 26th of September 1938. Um, Sabasco visited her there. Uh, wow. Uh, Faustina died at the age of 33 on the 5th of October 1938. She was buried on September uh, October 7th and now rests in a basilica of the Divine Mercy. Quite a, quite a life. And she was um, quite a holy person. We're going to look at her book a little bit, and so we can get we can better get a better understanding. So uh, let's read a little bit from her uh, book, "Divine Mercy in My Soul." Let's start off. Uh, the first page actually looks pretty good. Oh, eternal love, you commend your sacred image to be painted. And reveal to us the inconceivable fount of mercy. You bless whoever approaches your rays. And a soul, O oh black, will turn into snow. O oh sweet Jesus, it is here. You establish the throne of your mercy. To bring joy and hope to sinful man. From your open heart, as from a pure font, flows comfort to a repented heart and soul. May praise and glory for this image never cease to stream from man's soul. May praise of God's mercy pour from every heart, now and at the hour, and forever and ever. Oh my God, when I look into the future, I am frightened. But why plunge into the future? Only the present moment is precious to me. As the future may never enter my soul at all, it is no longer in my power to change correct or add to the past for neither sages nor prophets could do that and so what the past has embraced i must entrust to god oh present moment you belong to me whole and entire i desire to use you as the best as i can and although i am weak and small you grant me the grace of your omnipotence and so entrusting to your in, uh, in your mercy i walk through life like a little child, offering you each day this heart, bring burning with love for your great glory, for your greater glory. 
Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, God and souls, King of mercy, guide my soul. Sister Maria Faustina of the Blessed Sacrament. Villainous, Villainous, July 28, 1934. O my Jesus, because of my trust in you, I weave thousands of garlands, and I know that they will all blossom. And I know they will all blossom when God's sun will shine on them. O great and divine sacrament that veils my God, Jesus, be with me each moment, and no fear will enter my heart. This is quite amazing. And then here, uh, July 28, 1934, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. Be adored, O most um, God and souls. Be adored, O most holy trinity, now and for all time. Be adored in all your works and all your creatures. May the greatness of your mercy be admired and glorified to God. I am to write down the encounters of my soul with you, O God, at the moment of your special visitations. I am to write about you, O incomprehensible, in mercy towards my poor soul. Your holy will is the life of my soul. I have received this order through him who is, for me, your representative here on earth, who interprets your holy will to me. Jesus, you see how difficult it is for me to write, how unable I am to put down clearly what I experience in my soul. Oh God, can a pen write down that for which uh, many times there is no words? But you gave the order to write, oh God, but that is enough for me. So that's, you know, you have to admit, I mean, that's unbelievable. And yet at the same time, she didn't have a very good education, even in her own native Polish language. Uh, there were a lot of misspelled words. Um, uh, smaller words were misspelled, and even sometimes she got right the bigger words. Uh, probably because I'm guessing through my prayer book that you know because she would pr- you know she probably could read, but maybe her gra- her writing skills were were not perfect. So I'll let me uh, look through. Um, here, this is a, a passage when she was dancing. And um, because her parents just told her she, they will not allow her to go to the religious life. So, um, verse nine: When I was about a, uh, when I was at a dance with one of my sisters, while everybody was having a good time, my soul was experiencing deep torments. As I began to dance, I suddenly saw Jesus at my Jesus at my side. Jesus, wrapped with pain, stripped of his clothing, all covered with wounds who spoke these words to me, how long shall I put up with you and how long will you keep putting me off? At that moment, the charming music stopped and the company I was with vanished from my sight. There remained Jesus and I. I took a seat by my dear sister, pretending to have a headache in order to cover up what what took place in my soul. After a while, I slipped out unnoticed, leaving my sister and all my companions behind and made my way to the Cathedral of St. Stanislaw Kostka. It was almost twilight there, only a few people in the cathedral. Paying no, no attention to what was happening around me, I fell prostrate before the Blessed Sacrament and begged the Lord to be good enough to give me uh, to, uh, to give me to understand what, I just, what, what should I do next. Then I heard these words, Go at once to Warsaw. You will enter a convent there. 
I rose from prayer, came home, took care of things that needed to be settled as best as I could. I confided to my sister what took place within, within my soul. I told her to say goodbye to our parents, and thus, in, in, in my one dress, with no other belongings, I arrived at Warsaw. Fantastic. Unbelievable. And here, this is when she was told, uh, here's a part here that you might find interesting. When Mother Superior, the present Mother General, uh, Michael, uh, Michelle, came out to meet me, she told me after a short conversation to go to the Lord of the house and ask whether he would accept me. I understood at once that I was to ask this of the Lord Jesus. With great joy, I went to the chapel and asked Jesus, Lord of this house, do you accept me? This is how one of the sisters told me to put the question to you. Immediately I heard the voice, this voice, I do accept you. You are in my heart. When I returned from the chapel, Mother Superior asked, first of all, well, has the Lord accepted you? I answered, yes. If the Lord has accepted she said, then I also will accept. This is how I was accepted. However, for many years, I still had to remain in the world for more than a year with this, that pious woman. But how? But I did not go back to my own house. At that time, I, I had to struggle with many difficulties, but God was lavish with his graces. And every, at, and ever greater longing for God began to take hold of me. The lady, pious as she was, did not understand the happiness of religious life, and in her kind heart, it began to make other plans and for my future life. And yet, I sensed that I had a heart so big that nothing could be capable of filling it, and so I turned with all the longing of my soul to God. Beautiful. So uh, you should get this book. I think it's uh, it's worth looking into. We're going to do more saints. Uh, I'm going to come back with um, the martyrdom of Felicity and Perpetua, or the passion of Felicity and Perpetua. So God bless, and remember, keep praying. Pray the Divine Mercy Chaplet. Pray for mercy. Pray that the Lord uh, could show the world uh, more mercy and pour out his, his love so that mankind can convert, because... Uh, I think we have uh, some difficult days ahead. I mean, if these, these, these are just the start of it. But pray for mercy. And um, I saw a horrible video earlier uh, where someone was asking people, do you, wanna, would you, do you think it's worth seeing the coronavirus continue uh, and more death continue if it meant that Donald Trump, President Trump, will not be elected? And a lot of people said yes. And they, they, I don't know if they understood what they were saying. I don't know if they, they took it seriously. But to wish evil because you hate somebody, because you, I mean, politically disagree with somebody and, 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 and willingly to accept the death of innocent lives and people suffer economically and, and to lose their livelihood and let their families suffer. What kind of people are like that? I mean, God forgive them for their for, for for their foolish thinking this is this is the kind of generation we live in such vile evil way of thinking they they don't even know what evil is that's how bad they are politically to to this 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 obsession with politics the god of politics is the devil
God help us. But this is this, this, this these politically selfish people, the way they think. You know, I mean, seriously, uh, a liberal is someone who just doesn't care about morality, doesn't care about morals or or holiness or what's sacred. They don't, you know, they're willing to accept authority for the sake of immorality. Unbelievable. Just, just you know, sad. Pray, 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 please. Pray for these people. The, the, pray for them. They need conversion. They really need. They need to have their eyes opened and to see, and they need to see their own hearts. And they need, and they need to know what shame is. We all need to know what shame is. We all need conversion. Even those of us who are Christians still need to be converted. Let's say a quick prayer in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, now and forever. Amen. Eternal Father, I offer you the body and blood, soul and divinity of your dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, in atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. Jesus, I trust in you. Jesus, I trust in you. Jesus, I trust in you. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless.